other side of midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. Action-packed show coming your way for the next four hours. I don't know if you remember the comments that I made on the uh, Cats Roundtable with John Katzmatidis at the time that Governor Kathy Hochul announced that she was pushing for a gas tax holiday. Essentially, I said at the time that while I was happy to see a gas tax holiday, I had real questions about what this would actually do to the price of things at the pump, and I thought this was an election year gimmick. Well, it turns out there's a group called New York Focus, and they have done an analysis, and spoiler alert, it looks like my concerns, my skepticism was well-placed. The analysis that New York Focus did found that consumers, you and me, anybody that buys gas in the state of New York, hasn't been reaping the benefits of the state's gas tax holiday. Less than 50 cents from every dollar is going back to New Yorkers. Understand what's going on here. Out of every dollar the gas tax suspension costs the state, less than 50 cents is going into our pockets. This is, to me, the worst of both worlds. It's costing the state a lot of money, which is adding to state deficits and which will make problems like borrowing and ultimately taxes worse. And it's not really giving us any relief. Is it any wonder that uh, a lot of the folks that own some of these gas stations are reporting record profits? So when we talk about who's reaping the benefits of New York's gas tax holiday, 22% is going to out-of-state residents, 30% is going to the oil industry, and 42% is going to the bulk of New Yorkers. Come on, that is not exactly a windfall for New Yorkers. I can't help but think that there was a better way. If you're willing to deal with a shortfall in state revenue and you want to help New Yorkers fill their gas tank and pay their energy bill, I can't help but think that there might have been a better way that might have been a little bit less of an election year gimmick in order to bring some relief to New York State motorists. By the way, I'm not blaming Governor Hochul solely for this. This was initially a Republican priority, and this move to suspend the gas tax won bipartisan approval during the budget season, with even the environmentally-minded lawmakers who normally want super-high gas taxes, uh, even they were on board. So Republicans are now pushing to extend the policy next year, an idea that Governor Hochul said she might be open to. Of course, of course all these politicians want to extend the gas tax holiday. How about you actually do something which provides relief for New Yorkers? Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. Hey, I want to thank newspaper City and State or the magazine, whatever you officially consider them, for naming me once again to their list of the Staten Island Power 100. I've just linked to the list on my Facebook page if you want to see it, facebook.com slash Fan. I'm flattered to be included, even though I think some of these rankings are a little out of whack. There's people ranked super low that should be much higher people ranked 
ranked high, that should be low, but whatever. I'm not making the list, so uh, they can put whatever they want on the list. I am thankful to be included. I'm also thankful that they used a photograph of me before I had all my gray hair. This photograph that they used, I think, is about seven or eight years old, and uh, I look, I think, pretty much the same, except there's no gray hair, which is uh, which is great, and I appreciate that. But here's the one thing. They gave a nice little write-up for me in their description, but this is what they say as part of the description. If you're awake from 1 to 5 a.m., you can hear his dry sense of humor in his commentary on right-leaning politics. I don't think anybody that wrote that description listens to this show. Of anybody on this station, I think I talk about politics, other than maybe Cousin Brucey and Tony Orlando, I think I talk talk about politics less than anybody. For the newspaper to characterize it as right-leaning, I think that's way off base, but I'm flattered just to make the list. I'm not going to complain. Speaking of the people on this station and the things we're doing, want to encourage you to be sure to listen this Thursday because 77 WABC and Ramsey Mazda are going to be honoring law enforcement officers across the nation this Thursday with special guests and commentary. 77 WABC and Ramsey Mazda back the blue this Thursday, November 3rd, a whole day of great programming. By the way, speaking of all things Staten Island, if you are a Staten Islander, you might want to try and drop by the Annadale Terrace this morning, which is one of my regular haunts, because starting at 5.30, they're going to be filming Fox and Friends from there. The uh, national cable TV show, Fox and Friends, is going to be broadcast from the Annadale Terrace at uh, 801 Annadale Road. I think you may need a reservation or something to get in because they don't want to be overrun with folks. But chances are, especially as the morning goes on, you could probably just sneak in there and get a cup of coffee or a sandwich or something. It's a great restaurant, whether you go there today or just another day. But uh, it's kind of a cool thing for Staten Island that a national show would be doing their morning show from the Annadale Terrace. I'm going to have to ask Brian Kilmeade about it when he's on this program on Thursday. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. I don't think there's a show that has spent more time covering the damage that these lockdowns have done to our country, our state, and our city than this one. And I'm not just talking about economically, although that's certainly a big part of it, but you have economically, psychologically, problems with alcohol abuse, problems with substance abuse, problems with child abuse. And a big part of the problem is the brain drain in education. And we've chronicled, including in the data that came out last week, we've chronicled how... Over the last two years, these children have fallen behind significantly in ways that it may take years to recover. And you know who has borne the worst brunt of this? It's minority children and it's children that are poor. Those are the children that have been hurt most by these lockdowns. Well, now leave it to the New York State Board of Regents. They have finally come up with a solution. What do you think it is? Is it to do a better job educating our children? No, Uh, that would have been too easy. The New York State Board of Regents has lowered the threshold to pass Regents examinations from a 65 to a 50 in order to satisfy diploma requirements for the academic years disgruntled by the pandemic. This is nothing short of depraved. 
As far as I'm concerned, look, I'm not sitting here saying I have all the answers. In fact, I don't have most of them. I just have questions. But as far as I'm concerned, the solution to these children falling behind is not to lower the standards that children have been uh, forced to adhere to for years in order to graduate. And some people would say those standards were already too lax. The solution is to get these students extra help, whether that's tutoring, whether that's uh, longer class times, whether it's a reduced summer vacation. I don't know what the situation is, but think about what's going on here. We're making it so that you can know less and be less competent on your regents exams and still get a diploma. What is a diploma from the year 2021 or 2022 going to mean when other colleges are looking at it. I mean, this is just crazy. And I hope that whomever wins this gubernatorial election will do something to change it. Although I have to say I am not at all optimistic if it's Governor Hochul that she'll do anything to do this. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. One more hour to go. Don't even think of changing the channel. One issue that we've explored a great deal on this program has been the issue of abusive guardianships. We talked about it in the context of the Britney Spears situation. We talked about it in the context of the free Nichelle Nichols movement before Nichelle Nichols passed away. And both of them were apparently in these abusive guardianships. I've done a series of interviews with Karen Turk on this. She's made this a big issue of hers. And if you've seen the film I Care A Lot, which I've referenced on this show, they deal a little bit with this. News 12 New Jersey has done an interesting piece on some of these guardianships. Did you know? Because I didn't. More than 36,000 people in the state of New Jersey live under court-ordered guardianships, essentially losing many or most of their rights. Cane in your corner, which is, I, I think, like a seven on your side type of thing on News 12 New Jersey, has done an investigation. And I give them a lot of credit for examining this and looking into this because some of the people that they talk to say the guardianships were unnecessary and imposed against their will. But terminating a guardianship can be extraordinarily difficult and quite costly. I do encourage you to watch the piece, and I'm going to link to it on my Facebook page at Facebook. Facebook.com slash Morano fan. But here's what's disturbing. New Jersey has no diagnostic standards to determine if a person lacks capacity. Uh, that's according to a state judiciary spokesperson. Instead, it requires courts to determine the functional capacity of the individual regardless of their diagnosis. In other words, if a judge says someone needs a guardian, then they do. The National Association to Stop Guardianship Abuse says guardianships may be necessary in some cases, but are too easily abused given the consequences. I have to tell you, I agree with that. And I am going to invite one of the people from this uh, National Association to Stop Guardianship Abuse on this program to talk about what's happening. Because there should be some objective criteria that determines whether or not a court sends someone to a guardian. And I think there should be a means to escape a guardianship if one of these guardianships is abusive. I feel like we're hearing these stories 
far too often, especially now that all the baby boomers are entering into retirement age and getting older, I have a feeling this is going to be an issue that comes up again and again. And I'm glad that uh, News 12 New Jersey's Walt Kane has made this an issue. And uh, I hope other states look into the law in terms of what goes on in their states as well, because it seems like there's a lot to fix on this one. Beam me up. To be continued. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.